Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts uh, using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching or if you're listening to the podcast playback and you're like, who is this lady? Why am I watching her, listening to her, whatever? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. Things like getting your business registered with the state, sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, getting appropriate contracts, operating agreements, um, partnership agreements, uh, basic brand protection, hiring policies, and training policies. I help you put all these things in order. If you're wondering why, uh, why, excuse me. Oh yeah. Okay. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of these things, I'm glad that you asked. Uh, I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple uh, businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, um, excuse me, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. Uh, so that's where I come in. Um, so if you're in the startup phase of your business, or if you're thinking about starting a business and you don't know where to begin, uh, you want to come to me. Okay. So how are you going to reach me? You're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to book a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, uh, you will also be able to download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. And don't get me wrong. This is not just because it's free. doesn't mean it's whack. I literally have people, you know, telling me how it's helped them, you know, get on the good foot to their business. I had, you know, people giving me tips and stuff, but it's for the bit, uh, biz launch cheat sheet. So go download it right now. Okay. Um, as well at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel and to my podcast. Uh, and you'll also find uh, a lot of my video trainings on there. I have a video training teaching you how to apply for your EIN number. I have one teaching you how to apply for your DUNS number. And I have one teaching you how to put together a single member LLC operating agreement. Okay. Um, these are all important aspects of getting your business legally, uh, your business legitimate. Um, and they're, and they're not very difficult. You just need someone to show you. So I, I actually take you to the sites and we go through the process together. All right. So go check out Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. That's enough about me. Let's talk about the show. 76 Grimke. Hey, girl. Um, to, uh, the way that the show works is I pull stories from the news. I pull stories that you guys have sent to me. 76 Grimke actually sent me a story today. Uh, I'm not going to be able to cover it today because I need to do some more research. I wasn't able to find anything, um, substantive, but we're definitely talking about tomorrow. Um, yeah, stories from the news stories. You guys send me stories from blog sites and I pull the ones that have business, um, lessons that we can learn and discuss them. All right. So this is a time for all of us to chat together, to, uh, you know, uh, ask our questions and give our commentary as long as it's respectful. Okay. So this is a place for, for don't be shy. Give me your comments. Give me your questions. I am going to ask you to put emojis in. I'm going to ask you to give me some answers. Uh, you know, depending on how, how things go, I might ask one of y'all to pop on here with me. All right. But let's get started. Hey, Mahogany Joy. 
right on time. All right. Okay, so first story we are talking about tonight. Uh, my basketball fans, please give me a basketball emoji uh, in the comments. If you like basketball, please give me a basketball emoji. Um, I posted a picture in my comment in my stories today of a man wearing a Clippers jersey, and I asked you guys um, uh, if you knew who this player from the Clippers was. Um, I had two correct answers. Uh, one of the people is here right now, since eight thirty nine. 39 uh, the player I posted in my stories was Lou Williams. Um, now, uh, after that picture, I posted a picture of him again, and I asked you guys if you knew what nickname Lou Williams had recently acquired, and one person gave me the right answer. Thank you, 76 Grimgrave, for the basketball. One person, thank you, Sincere 39 for the basketball. Uh, one person gave me the right nickname for Lou Williams. Lou Williams is being referred to these days as Lemon Pepper Lou. Um, why is Lou Williams being referred to as Lemon Pepper Lou? Now, as we know, the NBA is operating in a bubble right now, right? So they're in this um, arena. They're not supposed to leave. You know, they, they practice there, they play games there, they're, they're sequestered, right? Um, now we know people are going to break the rules every now and then, and Lou Williams is no exception. Apparently the other day, Lou Williams broke out of the bubble or left the bubble um, because he was tired of being in there. And where do you think Lou went? Um... Where do you guys, if, if you know the story, put it in the comments. <laughs> yes, it's it. It's a strip club name. Lou Williams left the, the NBA bubble and went straight to a strip club with the uh, rapper Jack Harlow. He went to, specifically, he went to Magic City, which is a very famous um, strip club, okay? Um, so people started calling him Lemon Pepper Lou. Why Lemon Pepper Lou? Because everybody knows Strip clubs have the best lemon pepper wings, right? Um, well, Lou Williams is not going to let y'all just take shots at him. Lou Williams is trademarking the phrase lemon pepper Lou. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do with it. Probably clothing, t-shirts, or merch or something. But Lou Williams is turning an L into a W. He said, y'all gonna call me Lemon Pepper Lou? That's fine. You gonna pay me for it. So he has filed a trademark application for the nickname Lemon Pepper Lou. Hello, 30 Dark Lovely. I haven't seen you in a while, honey. Um, what do you guys think about that? Do you think this is a smart move by Lou Williams? At the very least, it's funny. Um, I think it's hilarious that his first stop after breaking out of the NBA bubble was to a strip club and not like, I don't know, is, is he married? Does he have kids? Um, <laughs> AP Jackson said probably a restaurant. Okay. No, 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 girl. He went to a strip club, girl. Um, he said, look, you know, I want to see some lovely ladies and I want some lemon pepper wings. Um, so Lou Williams will, I guess, be coming out with Lemon Pepper Lou merch. Is anybody interested in Lou Williams' Lemon Pepper merchandise that might be coming out? Give me a, give me a, a hand up if you're interested in Lemon Pepper Lou's upcoming, probably, merchandise. <laughs> but what do you think about that? Like, um, 
do you, do you think that the, like in terms of the NBA bubble, if things like this are happening, how safe is the bubble? It's a, you're supposed to be sequestering these players and you know preventing the the spread of COVID. But if anybody can leave the bubble and take his butt over on to to Magic City to go get himself some lemon pepper wings, is the bubble really that safe? Um, AP Jackson asked what he what he will do with the name. We don't know yet. We're gonna have to see. Um, we just know that Lou Williams is not taking this lying down. Uh, Sincere 39 said, never eat at a strip club. I don't know. I, like, uh, 76 Grim K doesn't think it's a good idea, but it's a good business move. It's a good, yeah, it is. I mean, hey, who knows what he can do. Sincere 39 said, never eat at a strip club. Does anybody agree with Sincere 39? Um, let me know, let me know in the comments, okay? All right. So, are we all good on Blue Williams? Do we understand what's happening? Um, oh, your suggestion was above. Okay. Oh, okay. That Now I understand. Okay, so you're saying he'll probably open a restaurant called Lemon Pepper Lou. Listen, we got Wingstop. We got, there's Popeye's. There's KFC. We can add one more. Let's get Lemon Pepper loose. <laughs> okay. All right. So, moving on to our next story. How many of you guys still have a Yahoo email? Mahogany Joy said eating at the strip club is fine. Okay, so we've got differing opinions. It, I guess it might. It probably depends on which strip club you go to. I've heard that the food is pretty good at most of them. Um, uh, all right. Who here still has a Yahoo email account? Since they thirty nine, don't do that to me. Buffalo Wild Wings. You know I don't like Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> AP Jackson has a Yahoo account. Um, still has a Yahoo account. Who else has a Yahoo account? Who uses the Yahoo search engine? Now, as much as I love you, you have a Yahoo account. Phenomenal chefs. Okay, since they thirty nine has a Yahoo account. All right, y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. I still have a Hotmail email account. <laughs> do y'all remember hotmail i still have a hotmail account um atalia young said i heard that's his favorite restaurant at the strip club oh so he go he really goes to magic city to eat okay um well yes either way we've heard of yahoo we know that it's a search engine there's an email service uh they've got yahoo news there's a lot of things that yahoo does right um and it's all with your husband has yahoo okay I do too. Uh, and it's all having to do with um, internet services, right? Email, search engines, news, all of these things that happen online. Now, Yahoo is owned by a company called Oath. Oh, you have a Hotmail since they're not? Okay, cool. Hey, Hotmails Unite. Um, Yahoo is owned by a company called Oath. So they have a trademark on Yahoo, which is trademark for, you know, internet services. Uh, there is a Chinese company by the name of Yahoo Shi that is trying to get that name trademarked in the United States. Now, Yahoo Shi does not provide internet services. They, oh, Yahoo Finance, okay. Yahoo Shi doesn't provide financial info. They don't do news. They don't do internet services. They don't do email. What does Yahoo Shi do? Yahoo Shi makes dental flossers, electric toothbrushes, electric replacement heads, and electric face cleaning brushes. So, on one hand, we've got Yahoo. <laughs> Atalia Young said Yahoo search is trash. 
Okay, you know, I'm a Google girl myself. Um, so on one side, we've got Yahoo with their internet services, and on the other side, we've got Yahushi with their dental, with their dental health, um, supplies, right? Well, Yahoo is trying to oppose Yahushi's name for their, uh, for their dental supplies, because they're saying that, you know, it could cause confusion in the marketplace. Now, in this, now, I, when I asked this question in the comments, I asked you guys if it was too close for comfort, and majority of you, it was actually almost split half and half of you guys saying, you know, some say it was and some say it wasn't. Now, we know that these are two different categories, right? Two different classes. When you apply for your trademark, you have to apply for it within a certain class of goods and services, meaning what industry are you in? So Yahoo, the search engine, and Yahushi, this dental company, they're in two different industries, right? But Yahoo is saying, look, um, we, we have, um, you know, we're Yahoo out here. People know our name. And if you let this dental company call themselves Yahushi, people might think that we're getting into dental products or that it's affiliated with Yahoo, right? So I want to know from you guys, is that a credible argument from Yahoo? Sincere39 says it's too close. Sincere39, does it make a difference to you that they are in two totally unrelated categories, right? Because it is possible to have the same trademark in different categories by different people, right? Atal Young said, me too, could be a bit biased. Um, I, I don't know, like, I am on the fence with this. I would say that this is one of the cases where, where I am truly on the fence because I understand that, you know, they're in two different classes, but particularly here in the United States, we have a particular, uh, uh, we have, um, an association with the word Yahoo, right? So if I'm in the store and I see something called Yahushi, I might think Yahoo might have done some type of offshoot thing. Um, Mahogany Joy said, I love that argument. Phenomenal Chef said, yes, too close. Uh, Mahogany Joy said, I would think Yahoo's doing something else. Okay. Um, so a lot of you seem to think that Yahoo has a very credible argument against Yahushi, even though they are in two totally different, um, categories, right? So, uh, I want to, I, I, I want to get a vote. So actually, let me, let me see if I can get a vote through these comments. Obed said, I would never think that. Okay. So we've got one person here saying that they would never think Yahoo and Yahushi were, um, were affiliated with each other. All right. Um, and I, I could see that too, because if I'm going down the aisle at Target and I see Yahushi, um, actually, I know that you can order Yahushi supplies on Alibaba. If I'm going on Alibaba and I'm looking for toothbrushes, I'm not necessarily going to associate Yahushi toothbrushes with Yahoo the server, because I know the type of companies that advertise on Alibaba, right? Um, but I do think that this is an interesting argument because Yahoo has such a large presence. It's kind of like when you hear Yahoo, when I hear Yahoo, I immediately think of that old uh, jingle, Yahoo, right? Um, so if, so, uh, so some people might think just like, uh, who is it? Mahogany said, 
They might think that Yahoo might be branching out into something else. Dr. Obed Magni said not even close. All right, well, you are staunch in your opinion, but we, we have people here who differ, and that is okay. That's why there is the law. That's why there are so many lawyers, because there are many different arguments. Um, but, so let me get a vote here. If you think that Yahoo will win and Yahushi will not be able to trademark their name, give me a one. If you think that Yahushi will be able to trademark their name, give me a two. So if you are Team Yahoo, give me a one. If you are Team Yahushi, give me a two. A, 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 A. Do you want to see how much time we have? I have two stories I want to get to. I don't know if I'm going to get to them all. Okay, so I've got two, three people on the side of Yahoo. Four people on the side of Yahoo. All right. So at least on Instagram, I've got four out of the six people here who say that Yahoo um, will be successful, that Yahoo should be able to block uh, Yahushi. And oh, Dr. Obed Magni said no. He said, Yahushi, do your thing. All right, so we are going to have to wait and see what happens with the USPTO. They're going to be the ultimate decision makers, um, you know, and we'll see if Yahoo, she has a shot. Okay, uh, so before we move on to our next stories of the evening, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business or if you are thinking about starting a business and you need a legal friend to help you figure out this wayward path of, of many, you know, hit, there's many hidden traps. That is why I'm here. I'm here to make the path smooth for you, show you where, you know, the little hidden sideways are. Here's where you need to go. Here's a shortcut. That's what I do. I help you get your business paperwork together. So go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and book your free 15 minute consultation today and go there too and check out all of the video trainings that I have available. Some of you guys just need a little bit of a boost and those video trainings will really help you. All right. All right. Moving on to our next story of the evening. All right. Everybody here. This is not, this is not gender, uh, exclusive. How many of y'all have ever said, I need to find me a sugar daddy or a sugar mama? If you have ever said, I need to find me a sugar daddy or a sugar mama, give me, give me a star, give me a star emoji. Hey, that Brandon guy. If you have ever said to yourself, even if you haven't said it out loud, even if you just said it in your brain, I just need to find me a good sugar daddy or a good sugar mama to take care of me. Give me a star in the emojis, okay? We're not judging here. Mahogany Joy, put them eyes away. <laughs> that Brandon guy said, I, I need to find me some lemon pepper wigs. You missed the lemon pepper wig story. A 76 Grimcake, see? That's right, that's right. High five, 76 Grimcake, that's right. Let's be up. Yes, AP Jackson. Yes, Jokely, of course, whatever. Look, I'm not judging anybody. If you can find somebody to pay your bills, get somebody to pay your bills. But, you know, all of us may have said at one point or another, man or woman, I need to find me a sugar mama or a sugar daddy because I don't want to pay all these bills by myself. <laughs> Thank you for the star mahogany, George. Phenomenal Chefs is laughing. All right? Well, if any of you are serious about finding a sugar person to pay your bills. There are actual services that will help facilitate that 
for you. This guy DM'd you asking to be your sugar daddy. Tell him I have like $100,000 in student loans he can pay off if he want to give away his money. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so if you are interested in having, you know, a sugar daddy or a sugar mama, there are actual services that will help facilitate that for you. One such service is called seeking arrangement, right? Um, sugar person, yes. <laughs> um, seeking arrangement. They, and when you go to their site, they advertise it as, you know, you find mutually beneficial relationships. <laughs> You'll tell them, okay, mutually beneficial relationships and the pictures like, like, you know, a more distinguished older man with a, you know, a younger attractive, um, lady. Okay. Now, uh, seeking arrangement, they've been around for a while. They've got a reputation and just like any other business, even in the business of finding sugar daddies, they have, they, they have trademarks, they have a trademark and they have copyrighted images and seeking arrangement has filed a trademark and copyright infringement suit against a company called successful match. Now, Successful Match, they run a number of online dating sites. One is called Millionaire Match, which is kind of um, comparative to Seeking Arrangement. Another is called Positive Singles. Uh, another one is called By Cupid. And the other one is called Senior Match. Seeking Arrangement is currently suing Successful Match because... Um, no, Sincere39, it is not like when that girl sold her virginity to the highest bidder. In these, um, in, on these websites, these seeking arrangement websites from, from what I read, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just like a dating site, but it's a dating site where you understand that one person is looking for, you know, some kind of stipend and one person has the financial means to pay such stipend. So there is the underlying understanding that somebody in this relationship is going to be getting paid. Okay. Now, um, so seeking arrangement, they're like, look, we have been finding people, sugar daddies and sugar mamas for at least 20 years. Um, and somebody is trying to get to, to, you know, hone in on our business. So they have sued successful match for copyright and trademark infringement because they are using their images, their words, all of that on their websites. Now this suit has just been filed. But why I picked this story is because I want you to understand it does not matter what business you are in. Even in the business of getting yourself a sugar daddy, intellectual property rights remain, all right? Seeking Arrangement said, look, we have built this business up from the bottom. We have been getting tuition paid for almost two decades. Don't you dare come here and steal our hard work and try and boost your little raggedy website. <laughs> Um, AP Jackson said, I heard Georgia state students were using that service. I actually read an article. There, there was an article I read some time ago about, you know, a, a college students who were turning to, you know, sugar daddies to get their tuition paid. Look, as long as you can look yourself in the mirror when, uh, you know, when, when you make your decisions, do what you want. Okay. But again, seeking arrangement is suing successful match uh, for a uh, trademark and copyright infringement. I just thought it was kind of funny, um, that, uh, because I'm, I'm wondering how many people, you know, are, 
that uh, discerning about uh, where where they're getting their sugar daddies. Um, Mahogany Joy said you went. I said nothing of the kind, Mahogany. <laughs> okay. All right. So moving on to our last story of the evening. Um, my video gamers, please give me a video control emoji. The video control emoji. My video gamers, um, please give me a video control emoji. I think we can fit this last. Yes, we can. We got like six more minutes. Okay. <laughs> if you like video games, give me the video game control emoji. Hey, Margaret, it's okay if you're late. You know, you can always watch the replay. Um, all right. And I know, I, I think Sincere, you are a gamer. Mahogany Joy, I think you're a gamer. AP Jackson, I believe you're a gamer as well. Um, Brent, that Brandon guy's a gamer too. All right. So my gamers, have y'all heard of the company Ubisoft? If you have heard of Ubisoft, please give me a U in the comments. If you have heard of the video game developer company Ubisoft, give me a U in the comments. Thank you. You're not, okay, well, I can't get them all right, A.B. Jackson. I do my best. Um, if you have heard, uh, anybody heard of Ubisoft, give me a U, and thank you, Brandon, that Brandon guy. All right, I've got two U's. Nope, okay. Well, if you have not heard of Ubisoft, Mahogany Joy, have you heard of the video game Immortals Phoenix Rising? Hi, IPCH, 76 Grimka has not heard of it. Okay. If you have not heard of Ubisoft, have you heard of the video game Immortals Phoenix Rising? If you have heard of that, give me an I in the comments. If you have heard of Immortals Phoenix Rising, it's, it's the name of the game, okay? Uh, I'm bringing this up because I wanted to give you guys an interesting tidbit. Hey, Tanya, you've heard of it, Mahogany Joy? Okay. Hey, IPC8. All right. Um, thank you for the I, IPC8. Uh, now, uh, if you didn't know, Ubisoft's game Immortals Phoenix Rising was originally called Gods and Monsters, um, but they decided to change it because they got a trademark infringement suit um, lodged against them, and they didn't feel like fighting it. Now, who... I'm going to give you guys one guess because... I've told you over and over that this company likes to sue everybody. Um, uh, what company do you think sued Ubisoft for trademark infringement when they tried to name their game Gods and Monsters? Think about the, the original name of the game, Gods and Monsters. What company do you think got offended by Ubisoft trying to release a game called Gods and Monsters? They make the Assassin's Creed games? Okay. I've heard of Assassin's Creed. Um, you got the, 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 my, my, the clue is in the name. No, not Dungeons and Dragons. It is actually Monster the Energy Drink. Nope. Monster the Energy Drink. Remember, how many times have we talked about Monster Energy Drink on this show? I have told you guys, they will sue anybody. They, If you try and put an M logo on your product, Monster is coming after you. They are trademark bullies. 
Anyway, Monster uh, Monster Energy Drink filed a trademark infringement suit against Ubisoft because they wanted to name their game Gods and Monsters. And Ubisoft, yes, they do sue a lot. And Ubisoft, they didn't want to fight it. They they knew that it was stupid, but they were like, look, we're not even, we don't even want to deal with this. They, instead of fighting it out with Monster, they chose to change the entire name of their video game. So it went from Gods and Monsters to Immortals Phoenix Rising. Chick-fil-A? No, not Chick-fil-A. Um, and I, like, I wanted to bring this, yes, IPCA, I want, I want, because I wanted to, to get a temperature check from you guys. What do you think about this? Ubisoft, they make video games. Monster Energy Drinks makes energy drinks. Where are the two meeting? Where do you, like, where is the confusion? I don't understand. Um, IPCA said corporate gangster. 76 Grim K said monsters always suing folks. So if we, yes, they are always trying to to uh to uh sue someone for trademark infringement. Yes, Tanya, lots, okay? But um Yes. So Ubisoft, instead of fighting this out with Monster, they were like, you know what, girl, you got it. I'm just gonna change the name because I'm not going to get stuck in this lawsuit with you. So they changed the entire name of their game to Immortals Phoenix Rising. So I just wanted to give you that little background story and show you how intellectual property can change the course of some of the things that you love. Um, Sincere39 said, yeah, Monster is on their lawsuit game. Um, Mahogany Joy said they should get in trouble if you sue just because. Well, they can just argue that they were rigorously defending their trademark. Their trademark is for Monster, and they're like, they, like, they just consider it and rigorously defending their mark. It's not like they're suing the same people every time. They're probably in front of different judges. It's, whatever. Um, Mahogany Joy says, how does the company protect against that? You saw it. Um, against a company like Monster, you can't really, because uh, frankly, I feel like Monster.com, they're out here looking to sue people. Um, if you get even close to an M emblem, they're, they're on your, on your butt for no reason. Uh, but what you can't, the best thing that you can do to avoid, you know, possible trademark infringement is general, is just to make sure that your logos, that your names, um, and your, and your slogans, that they are actually unique, that nobody out there is using them. And you can do that through, you know, internet search, searches. You can check the, uh, USPTO database, the test trademark search, um, search engine. And you should also check your state websites as well. Okay. Um, yeah. So those were the stories that I had for you this evening. Uh, we can do a little bit of Q and A if you guys have any questions about the stories or on business formation in general. I had actually, I had like six, one, two, three, four, five, six. I had seven stories I wanted to cover tonight. We got through four of them. I'll do the other three tomorrow. Oh, you're welcome. Mahogany joy. But, um, this is where I'm going to, you know, we're going to part ways if you guys don't have any questions, but I will give you a couple of minutes to get those questions in. Um, remember to join me here tomorrow evening at eight o'clock for, uh, for the next broadcast. We do brought, for those of you who might be new, we broadcast, uh, Monday through Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure that you have your notifications turned on on Instagram. And I don't know if you can turn notifications on on Facebook. Uh, if you can't watch the show live, 
You can always watch it on the YouTube channel. Make sure that you are subscribed or listen to the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to that too. You can do all of that at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You're welcome. IPC eight. All right. Okay. So this is where we leave each other. You guys have a wonderful evening. Take care of yourselves. Drink some water, wash your hands, stay inside, uh, watch a movie. I just watched some, oh, I just watched Time Trap on Netflix. It's really cheesy, but if you want to kill an hour and a half, watch Time Trap on Netflix, okay? Um, but yeah, good night, guys. Bye. Oh, Margaret the Wing story. Um, this basketball player left the bubble to go to a strip club, and they started calling him Lemon Pepper Lou. And now he's trademarking it. That's the story. Okay? But you can go back and and watch all the details. Uh, All right. Good night, guys. Bye. Who doesn't like her?